Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Lan. Well, in terms of decisions within the formal OPEC Plus framework, um, very little was agreed, really. Um, Brazil is going to join OPEC Plus, but uh, like Mexico, it won't be subject to production limits. So while that does... Uh, create the impression of uh, the OPEC plus increasing in size. Uh, Obviously, its ability to influence production won't be changed by that, by the inclusion of Brazil. They also noted revisions to some of the output capabilities of uh, Nigeria, Congo and Angola. So this is consistent with the policy of trying to get a a better system for assessing production capacity. But uh, I think we knew that was coming. Uh, And then they agreed that the next meeting is going to be on the 1st of June 2024. So most of the really important announcements were actually outside of the formal OPEC plus framework and and were done on a a voluntary basis. So so the headline is that there's an additional voluntary cut of 2.2 million barrels per day, which uh, sounds pretty impressive. But when we dig into those numbers, Saudi Arabia's additional voluntary contribution is only additional if you on the basis that the existing additional voluntary cut is phased out and then you have this new one coming in. So I think really most people would see that as being a rollover of the existing additional voluntary cut. That is significant. I mean, only a few weeks ago, there were question marks about whether even that would happen. And then we have 1.2 million barrels per day from the others. So the the Russians are going to cut by 500,000 barrels per day, but that is on exports rather than production. And the question mark is, is it genuinely incremental? Because the Russians already have uh, an agreed additional voluntary cut. And the way it's been specified is relative to the May in June exports from last year. And um, it seems that current production is around the average of those two months currently. So it does appear that consequently, this will be an incremental cut. Then we have Iraq with about a quarter of a million barrels per day, UAE with about 150, Kuwait slightly less than that, and then there's several others which are below 100,000 barrels per day. Um, So taken at face value, that there does seem to be an incremental 1.2 million barrel per day cut. The market does not seem very impressed by this, though. No, uh, Brent closed uh, below $80 per barrel on Friday and WTI under 75. Um, and Brent's trading around $78 per barrel this morning. And I think the uh, the outcome of uh, last week's meeting is really rather similar to the meeting of April this year, where the UAE, Iraq, Kuwait, Algeria and various others joined Saudi Arabia in making some additional voluntary cuts to to production, Russia cutting exports, and that those were due to start in May. Now, if we look at, um, if we leave out Saudi Arabia for the moment, because they put through their cuts in full, concentrate on the compliance of the others, um, and, and, and look at what happened in, in uh, uh, April and, and May and then into June last year, um, only around 37% of the cut that were agreed voluntarily by those countries that are again agreeing voluntarily to cut compliance was only 37%. 37% out of 1.2 million is 440,000. So very crudely, if you'll pardon the pun, if those countries were to cut in the same way again now, then you, you might get 440,000 barrels per day out of this 1.2 million. So that's one of the key questions is how strong will compliance really be? The second point is that it's only time limited. It's only through to the end of the first quarter of next year. So those are really the two things that the market is perhaps a bit disappointed about. And where might the market go from here? 
Well, I think there is a question mark about whether perhaps we're being a bit too negative about this. I mean, certainly when the uh, Saudis made their initial announcement of additional voluntary cut of a million barrels per day in June this year, it was designed to apply for July only, and it wasn't taken very seriously at the time because, after all, one-off uh, cuts doesn't really make very much difference. But, of course, ultimately they extended that cut. Oil came close to trading at $100 per barrel, and now they've continued to extend that cut through to the first quarter of 2024. So that does indicate some pretty strong resolve on the part of the Saudis to ensure that the market remains in, in some kind of a balance. And uh, certainly if we go back uh, a few weeks, then there are question marks whether the Saudis would even roll over the cut. So the fact they have not only done that, but they've got others to at least commit. I mean, whether they will actually follow through on it, we don't know, but they have committed to make uh, additional voluntary cuts. The result does appear to be there. Uh, of course, the handling of the meeting wasn't great and the way it got delayed and all the rest of it. And perhaps the market won't really have, have confidence in what, what has been announced until we start to see that come through production data. And of course, that's not going to be until the end of January. So there's a long time to, until then. But I think uh, I wouldn't discount entirely what OPEC Plus have agreed last week. So it, it may be that in, in due course, the market does reassess uh, its view of things. However, at the moment, the market's um, view of things is clearly rather negative. So if we were, were talking about further downside, there isn't really very much until we get to the kind of support areas we saw earlier this year around $71 per barrel. On the upside, um, I think we'd look to the um, 82.30 area where we have the 200-day moving average. And so if we do find some uh, upward momentum for, for whatever reason, uh, and then beyond that, at 86, we have the 50 and 100-day moving averages. Thank you, Kalem. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.